You're listening to The Common Cause with Phil Lyman and Mike Peterson. So uh, this is going to be a little bit different tonight. I'm sitting here in Mike Peterson's hotel room, and uh, usually we're on the phone, but it's fun to be able to look you right in the eye yeah, as we talk, Mike. That's right. Just like old times. <laughs> we have... Mike and I go way, way back. We go back to when we were both in a young married uh, student ward, and uh, eventually we ended up living next to each other. And So yeah, we've, we've been friends for a long time, and his wife and my wife are good friends, and our families have come and grown and kept track of each other. This yep. is really great. Yep. Pretty amazing that we're on the uh, state legislature together. Who would have ever guessed when we were back watching the <laughs> Iran-Contra hearings, yep, that we would one day end up sitting in the state capitol. Yeah. Yeah. That last, uh, that last year or last semester, at least, we had to arrange our schedule so that you could babysit Cade and my my son, and I could babysit Emily, and while our wives are off working, those, remember, were, those were good memories. Remember the time that uh, Kate, I mean our little Emily, who's now 30, 33, 34, I think she's 33, swallowed something, and Sally ran over and grabbed Jody, because Jody's yes. a nurse, and Jody <laughs> Jody helped us, yeah, that's been yeah. a long time. Yeah, good, good, good memories. First time I ever went to Arches was with you guys. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, never been, was... I've never been to Arches. It's like, why would anybody want to go to Arches? But that was a fun was, trip. It was really fun. That was a fun trip. So, yeah, I was 20, 24 years old before I ever went to Arches. So. Or something like that. Yeah. But, well, uh, um, this week has been, it's our second, second weekend. Last week was all new. This week you're an old pro, and I... <laughs> I, I... I wouldn't quite go that far, <laughs> but I, but I am I am feeling a little more at ease. I can find my office, I can find my way back out, <laughs> and, yeah. and and I'm you know able to. I'm feeling pretty good about about uh, contributing in committee meetings, which I actually did from day one. I I, I jumped in and did stuff, even though I was uncomfortable because I was a little unsure. But now it feels like, yeah, you know, just 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 do it, just rep. It is intimidating. There's so many people that are really good at it, but you you do find out that well, you're up here to to legislate, and the only way yep. you can do that is to is to jump open in your mouth. Yeah, yep. so. you got to do it. So, speak speaking yeah. of that, because you said something about uh, all the smart people or something. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the folks from is it Ledge Research? Is that what you call them? Yeah. Legislative S- Research and General Counsel. That's so that it. Covers the whole. Yeah. L. LRGC. LRGC, yep. And there's a there's a group of what, sixty lawyers, something like that? There's a building full of really smart people at your beck and call. It is it is crazy. And and uh and every committee so so I th- I think this is worth talking about because I never knew this and yeah. I and I don't know if our folks who listen know this. But with every committee there's a there's a team of lead research folks. Analysts, financial analysts, policy analysts, and they help the committee chairs go through the meeting uh, in, in ways that are keeping with law. Right. But they also provide so much support as chairs, and and then the committee members need answers to questions. And and 
I am just blown away at how uh, how articulate, how smart, how helpful these people are. I had no idea. Yeah, you get into the, especially in these appropriations meetings when they're yeah. talking the the numbers and the finances, and I mean I, I feel like I understand financial statements and and finances, but. You are a CPA, so let's go right. Yeah, you would think that I would. Make sure you're, if any of Phil's clients are listening, <laughs> he does understand money. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but they can just explain really yeah. intricate flows of, of money and funds that, that really make your head spin. Yeah, all the funds. And where did this money come from? And they can tell you it came from wherever. And what can it be used for? They, they know everything about, about that area because they all specialize. Right, and they're sitting there at a table with, with you know 17 20 25 really yeah interested yeah. legislators firing questions at them and I I have yet to see them even miss a beat they know yeah. the answers they don't get they don't get stumped I am I'm yeah. amazed one yeah. one of the uh so one of the things I've been thinking about with this is that um again I didn't know this but th- so there's a financial analyst in this appropriations committee and in ours uh they've put together a um so uh, i'm with social services and so we oversee i think it's three agencies i'm not going to say the names because I'll, I'll probably mess it up right here but they know these agencies inside and out and they've re- they've got uh spreadsheets for each one of them that says you know here here's the here's the uh here's the amount we could save by doing x mm-hmm and you know it's it might be thirty thousand it might be one point three million and if we if we eliminated four f t e s from this agency by having such and such take it over and do whatever and they have i i had no idea that they would have like fifty of those items that we can look at as a committee and and witnesses come in and and argue as to why no we can't we can't lose that or or people, or, or you know, sometimes they come in and say, "Yeah, we agree with that. We could, we could, we could do that." I'm, I'm thinking about like today. There was one about uh, some office space that is leased down in St. George, and whether or not you know the state could give up that building and save you know I think it was like thirty two thousand dollars a year. Uh, but but it, but it's incredible. But these folks have gone through the budgets and looked at all, for all kinds of things to help us be more efficient, more effective, right, and right. save save money. I pretty cool you know this we hadn't really talked about going into this but the conservative caucus we sent out a survey so that we, we divide up into caucuses as you know and but and, okay describe a caucus a little bit because i didn't i didn't i thought i knew but it's not quite what i thought so and and in my mind a caucus is a strategy <clears throat> group we get together we strategize i found out it's much more than that it's it's much broader than that it's where to share ideas basically find out what bills are coming talk about some things so so, so we have a we have like a Republican caucus. We have a, a conservative caucus, and and there's a Democratic caucus. Hunting and fishing and, caucus yeah. and yellow cake caucus is my caucus, which is there's a, awesome, a, a, a rural caucus for and folks it, in the and rural. All of, them, all of them will take on a different flavor. But what I was going to say about the conservative caucuses, we sent out a survey, and uh, the, what came back, the top three things, the first one was um, tax cuts, second one was um, uh, budget cuts. Hmm. The third one was deregulation. And I think that the legislature gets a little bit of a bad rap for, for spending money. Uh, and you and I kind of talked about this. You know, you come up here and they're going to spend 
we're going to spend $22 billion. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we can try to affect that. We can try to say, well, let's reduce taxes. Let's get it to where we're going but, to. But at the end of the day, you've got a budget. You've got the money. It's coming in. And you're going to spend it. And it's really, sometimes you, you start to feel like, man, we are we're throwing money at things yeah. that we shouldn't be spending money on. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's, it's a real conundrum. But what I, what I guess the point I was going to make is it's not, it's not unusual. And most of the legislators are feeling pretty much the same way of, of, of this is, you know, this is an important thing about reducing taxes, cutting spending and, and we do it. Yeah. I, that, that I, I have to say that's one of the things that's been, uh, uh, heartening for me is that that there are that there are a number of folks who who do I think legitimately want to do those those three things you just said right that, that legitimately do want to and I, I and, and I'm glad to run into those folks and get a chance to talk with those folks. The other thing that that you find you go into uh, uh, start putting together a bill. Uh, the first session up here, I was going to do something with uh, a contractor's a license, and and so I'm reading mm-hmm. the the code on contractor's license and and uh, for building contracts, and I thought this this bill has been remodeled thirty seven oh, times, and here I am trying to tweak something else, and it's long, and it's and you can just tell it's like it's evolved in so many different ways, and you wish you could just scrap it and start over, but then you realize you can't really do that, and and at the end of the day, you say. I don't know if there's a, a, a cleaner approach that you mm-hmm. could take to this and certainly not a cleaner approach that you could get 104 legislators to agree that that's what that's we're right. going to do. So, so everything happens, you know, incrementally, very line, slowly, line huh? upon line, yeah. very slowly. And, and yeah. sometimes you're going a little bit the wrong direction. The next time you're trying to pull it back. So yeah, this, this, the laws, the, the state laws are really fluid and they, they can change. Yeah. And, and that, I never, I never expected that. Yeah. Not quite like that, huh? Should we talk about any recent legislation? Think that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Is there something else you want to talk about? Um, no, let's jump. Because we can do this. All, you and I. Yeah, can let's do jump this. into. It. Let's do it. We can do this all day long. Yeah. Uh, one that I thought was really um, interesting. Gun bills are always they get they gather a lot of attention, and uh, so we had the constitutional carry gun yep. bill from, from yep. uh, Representative Brooks, Walt Brooks yep. from St. George, and I thought he did a great job presenting it. Good discussion. So anyway, what was he your... Did. You're a gun... You're a gun... And I and I have a my concealed fire, firearms permit. And so what this bill was, was HB 60. What it, what it said is that uh, folks can... So right now, if you, you, can, you can open carry, right? In the state right. of Utah, you can open carry without a permit. Just anybody can... Well, 21 or older can carry a gun. But they can't conceal it, so they can't put it under their jacket without a permit, unless they have a permit. That's right. So this this law is a is intended so that folks can put their jacket over it without a permit, so that anybody twenty one and older can just carry can carry a firearm. And uh, in fact, I think you also were a co sponsor, right? Right. I think there were like thirty thirty five legislators who representatives who signed on as co sponsors. And uh, it was it was it was it was fun to, to to see Representative Brooks give his presentation, and then and then there were I don't know half a dozen different people who who got up and they were pretty excited about their side of what they thought you know was right or wrong about this, whether it was gonna 
you know, the, the, there was folks who got up and pretty much said, if we pass this, you know, in six months, I predict the whole state will be dead. Yep. <laughs> Fortunately, we didn't go that way. Uh, fortunately, it, well, it's, it's only been three days, and so. that's true. And it hasn't made it through the Senate yet, and it hasn't been signed into law yet. But uh, I, I, actually, that was kind of a for me, that was kind of a fun thing to be a part of because I, I, I'm, I'm feel I feel pretty strongly about Second Amendment rights, and and I think that, I mean, Representative Brooks had lots of data about, you know, other states that have done this. What there's like 19 states that have already done this, something like that. Another seven that are in the process where we're pretty much the same stage in the process as we are, and the research shows there is an increase in 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 uh, violent crimes. Uh, in fact, he had a quote from the journal of the journal of uh, some medical journal. Which one was it? Surgeons. I don't know. That, that talks about uh, that 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 uh, the, their research shows. Yeah, this is not this is not cause a problem. This does not give. Uh, this does not end up in more violence. Is it not end up sending more people to emergency rooms? And and if you're looking for a way to 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 reduce violence, it's not going to be by by impacting or by legislating more laws against guns. Well, and that's as as Walt explained better than I can do. The you know people who are going to do bad things are not worried about whether or not they've got a permit yeah. to do it. Yeah, they're going to do something, and 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 a concealed weapon, you know, is if if they going to do something bad, yeah. they're not going to say, well, I can't hide my gun under my coat when I rob this bank because it's yeah. against it's the against law. The law. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting, and I, and, I, and I completely agree with him. I have a good friend who, who open carries. And, and I'm not... It always, make, it always sort of jolts me a little bit when I, when I, when I see him. Not that it doesn't make me scared. It just, it just is... You don't see that very much. And I think it'll be it'll be easier for him now. He'll just put it underneath his coat, and nobody has to. But, but I think I think one of the cool things about this is that folks out there who are who do intend to do bad things, they don't know, they don't know who's got something. It's going to make people think twice before they do something that they shouldn't be doing. So, I'm a huge supporter of the bill. I think it's I think it's you know in favor of personal. Liberties. I did think about myself, though, and I thought, you know, I don't have a concealed carry permit, and I don't carry. Maybe I shouldn't announce that. I'll be probably good into it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's... Yeah, but you have big guns anyway. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. But I thought, well, you know, and I, I've, got, I've got a handgun. I thought, well, this, this might... In, I might be inclined if there's some something, you know, some, some tension going on. It's like, oh, maybe I'd grab my gun and take it with me. Which then I think maybe you'd have a few people carrying guns who really are kind of casual about the way they carry them or that are not really having given it maybe. enough thought. Mm-hmm. So I thought, yeah, there's – and a yeah. few of the people that expressed some concerns I think brought that up. So, Well, so, some people say, well, if you, if, if you let them do it – if you let people carry without a the, – the, the permit, then they miss out on all the training. Now, I, I got the training by camera five, six, seven. Well, it was when President Obama was was present, and uh, it was it was required as four hours, and we didn't do any hands on. There's nothing hands on. We watched some videos about about people who had uh, who had shot other people. 
They taught us about state law, excuse me, they told us about state law, teaching and telling and two different things. They told us about state law. They told us that, you know, if a police officer shoots and kills somebody, the likelihood of them retiring in the next, like, 12 months is pretty darn high because they, because the regret they feel. Um, but but yeah. but I, I, I really doubt that what we were told in that four hours has impacted my life at all. At all, I I don't think that what we require in that four hour training is really going to make a difference. Well, and all these things come back should come back to a, a foundation that we find in the Constitution or the amendments, and, yeah. and we say, well, the right to keep and bear arms won't be infringed, and you can you can qualify that and do all those things. But at the end of the day, I, I've I've told people, you know. Maybe taking people's guns away is not a bad idea, but certainly not in America. We already signed that contract. So yeah. if you want to do that, go go do it in a country that doesn't have a Second Amendment because in this country, it's not an option. So yep. It's already been decided so a long time ago. So, I, yeah, I love those discussions. They're, they're always, they, have a, they have a good mix of politics and, and ideology. And so. Well. So that was one bill. You want to talk about the vaccination one or should we save it? Let's talk about it really quickly. Okay. So vaccination. Yep. Uh, uh, Representative Ward, who I admire, respect on so many levels. He's a physician. He's, yep. And he uh, wanted a bill that would <clears throat> that would track immunizations. And so there's people who are saying, well, that's an infringement on privacy, which it, I guess you could say it is. It could is. be. Mm-hmm. If, if, you, if you didn't have an option, yeah. it could be. And, I, and sometimes I think people think, well... I've got an option now, but a couple of years from now, they're not going to give me an option. For me, and maybe this is, maybe this is lazy because I'm all about personal liberties, but I don't want to try to remember what vaccinations I've had when I go to the doctor. So, so I, I, I'm voting for this, and I, and I think it's a good bill. Well, I thought one, a couple of interesting things about his bill is that, first of all, the database already exists. All this, what his bill did was said, was requires now cl- clinics to use the database because some were not using the database, right? So now they're required. And it was always been uh, permissible or allowable for folks to, to opt out. In fact, I talked to one of my kids about that and she did opt out. Her family did opt out. Now they were required to do a notary public, I think. Well, now what's happened with this bill is that it's even easier for a family to opt out. Uh, all, I think now they just have to tell the clinic, I don't want to be on there. And their records are required to be purged. So it's not like they're just stored someplace else. No, they're they're gone. They're deleted from the system and no one can see them. But I'm like you, Phil. Uh, I just soon have somebody keep a, keep a record of it because I can't remember. I don't remember the last time I had my tetanus. In, in fact, when I got hurt not too long ago, I don't know. So they got to give me another tetanus. And it could have been, I could have had a tetanus shot, you know, three weeks earlier, and I just didn't remember. Yeah. And that kind of stuff happens all the time. And I'm probably one of the most distrusting individuals of authority and government yep. and mm-hmm. and all these things. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm not a uh, yep. I'm not a jump on board kind of person either. So, it, so yeah, I thought that was another really good kind of philosophical debate between you know yep. what's yep. my personal liberty and what is uh but i thought it was, so. yeah representative lisenby she added an amendment that said 
What, what, uh, hers was to make it easier to opt out. Easier to opt out. And then Representative Tusher added an amendment that would make it so that what employers or, or organizations could not uh, require you to show to show through the state database that you had the vaccinations, right? And so, so the bill passed with those two amendments. So it's easier to get out than ever before, and and you can't be held, uh, you can't be required to be using the database. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I couldn't see any reason why not to vote for it. Yeah. Nor could I. So. So that's. So there you go. So yeah. Maybe maybe next time we'll talk about bills that we really really dislike, but these are these <laughs> well, are good ones. We we we've had a couple of bills the last few days that there weren't very many reds up there, but we had a couple of reds up there where we voted against. And yeah. uh, oh well. Well, I've been proud of you with your stepping up and first freshman to comment stuff like that. Well, <laughs> it's a it's 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 a little it's a little intimidating. But I, I, you know, I was telling uh, Representative Moss the other day, I, I, uh, I could be voted out in two years. Right. I got to make the, I got to make the very best of these two years that I got, and see what happens. You know. So. Right on. Well. Well, I, I have yeah. to say, I want to say, thanks to Phil, because y'all ought to know, that Phil's made sure I can find my way to and from my office and <laughs> to and from my car. Because holy cow, the tunnels underneath the state capitol are not easy to navigate. Right. Yeah, you find. I out. mean, I'm not kidding. There, uh, it's a little. Uh... Anyway, and he's Phil. He, Phil has been helping with all kinds of things, so I've been I've been real grateful. I, uh, yeah, I'm glad he's here. So it's, it's a really challenging experience. Um, really rewarding on some things, really frustrating yep. on some things. Um, yep. But you do find that that for the most well, I haven't found an exception yet. That people are up there for, for. Reasons that are very important to them, yeah. very sincere. I don't, there's nobody yeah. faking it there. They might totally disagree with us on on some points, and we might disagree with each other on some points. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's satisfying. You're free to be wrong. It's all right working with those people. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, it one is... of these days, I'll be wrong. <laughs> well, that enough. I think Should so. We say good night. Yeah. <laughs> Should we say good night? Great to have you here. Yep. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening to The Common Cause with Phil and Mike. You can email your comments and questions to thecommoncausepodcast at gmail.com. We hope you'll subscribe and that you'll give us a five-star review.